Hello and welcome to Skeptics Chronicles. We aim to make the mystical arts accessible to all. So whether you are a new baby witch, a wizened crone, or a skeptic through and through, we hope you find this podcast informative and entertaining. Thank you for joining. I'm Liz. And I'm Jillian. And welcome to the Skeptics Chronicle. Um, so as always, we're going to, as always, like, you know, our previous episode, but right. <laughs> um, we're going to start off and have a little chat and catch each other up on what we're watching, what we're listening to, what we're reading. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and go first because um, I'm already talking here. So why not? <laughs> so I have been re-listening to the podcast, Ghost in the Burbs. Okay. Great podcast. Um, so the narrator and author, Liz Sauer, will take you through um, a journey of ghost stories from Wellesley, Massachusetts. So it starts off uh, in Wellesley, Massachusetts. It's kind of like typical New England town. Um, every, you know, very focused on like status and high society. Oh, and she will take you through the um, demonic children, the devilish MLMs, and um, haunted bunk beds that seem to plague the town. So you, you, it really kind of sucks you in and you start really wondering, especially when you listen from the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, is this, is this real? Are these actually ghost stories? Are these actual people? Right. That was my question about it because I'd listened to a couple episodes here and there and I didn't know if they were retellings of stories that she had heard or legends that she had heard or if it was something she was weaving. Right. And as you listen, it almost like you know the answer, but then you then you start to question it. So you have to listen to them sequentially. Um, you you. It's helpful. You should. Okay. Yeah, it's helpful if you do because it, they you will introduce characters, and you're not going to be totally lost if you pick an episode here and there to start with. Right. Um, but it really weaves this really rich tale. Here's so, cool. yeah, I've been listening to that, and on her suggestion, um, I've been listening to Paul Tremblay. Um, so I love audiobooks. Um, so I'm listening to. Um, I think I'm on his. I've listened to. I'm on my fourth in the in the past couple weeks. So I'm listening to the D- Disappearance at Devil's Rock right now. And I am really into his writing. And I know you have read a couple of his too. Yeah, so absolutely fantastic. Um, very, you know, modern, modern times. You know, there's internet lingo. There's, you know, talk about like memes and very current. Um, and the way that his work, he world builds is it's very similar to our world. And, you know, there's no, like, creepy, supernatural monsters. Um, And the reality is just a hair off from our own. Right. And that makes it a little extra terrifying. Right. Yeah. And because you could picture it happening. You, yes, you can actually absolutely picture it happening in real life with no sort of like, you know, leaps of the imagination. No. Yeah. And it's definitely firmly within the horror genre, even without any of that, you know, supernatural extra, you know, there's no ghosts. There's no, as far as we know, because again, he's very ambiguous right. about everything. Right. Um, yeah. So there's no, but, and it's all like, yeah, that ambig- ambiguity of 
you know, who are the true monsters? Yeah, right. That's Kevin at the end of the world definitely kind of posed that um, with the different characters because you sort of, your your, um, alliance switched a couple times because you were wondering, you know, is what he's setting up, is it real? Is Mm -hmm. it in the heads of the people that, you know, have come into this idyllic little home? Like it was, yeah, definitely, you don't know terrifying absolutely terrifying yeah so yeah i'm listening to him and i definitely suggest those um what about you so i've been listening to music my um my favorite playlist uh i currently have it on spotify it is a rebuild of a set of cds that my younger brother made for me 15 years ago and it's my halloween playlist there's a little bit of everything on there so um it's got DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, Nightmare on My Street. It's got Thriller. It's yes. got, um, what else? Spider in My Room by the Bare Naked Ladies. It's got Nine Inch Nails. It's got The Cure. It's got Rob Zombie. And there's a little bit of everything. It's got, you know, Werewolf in London. And then it's got, you know, little sound effects and things here and there. Mm-hmm. So I tried, again, to rebuild the CDs exactly as he did it. He did such a good job. He, like, made the songs fade into each other. And, like, the sound effects would, like, bring in the song. He did. Oh, my gosh. He, he used to be so good at that back in the CD burning days. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so I tried to rebuild it as best as I could. So it's on Spotify. It's my TSOF Halloween playlist. So I, I think that it's public. So if you if you want yeah. to check it out, I'll send you the link for sure. I absolutely need that link. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, and so as far as books, I've been reading Come With Me by Ronald Malfi. It's a true crime drama that's wrapped in a tale of a man's uh, grieving process over the loss of his wife. And it's just, it's it's a very good book. It's taking me forever to read only because I hear you, you've listened to all these audio books in a few weeks. And I'm like, well, I've been working on this book for about a month now, but it's only because I've been so busy. <laughs> Typically I will, I will um, devour books, but this one's been, it's taking me a while, but not for lack of being a, a wonderful story. So, and then also I'm distracted by television and the movies that I want to watch. So, you know, I sit down and do I read a book or do I grab the remote? I absolutely grab the remote. So American Horror Story, I've been catching up on the current season of that. Very weird. Vampires, horrible people. I'm not going to say it's my favorite. My favorite is Coven, but, and, and the first Murder House. So Coven and Murder House are the two best, best, best. This one's a little, it's, it's. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. And then when I need to chill and unwind and need like a palate cleanser, I don't stray very far from horror. So it's always got to be something true crime or horror. So I'm doing that cozy murder series, only murders in the building. That Um, is definitely on my list to check out. It's very, it's Martin Short, Steve Martin. They're just so funny. And Selena Gomez is really, um, is really good in it as well. And I'm dying to see how everything wraps up. And I, I love like, you know, Martin Short, Steve Martin, and then Selena Gomez. Yeah, it's just you know, this. It's, yeah, it's not Chevy Chase. It's a right. different, it's a new it's, three amigos. Right. For the for the modern era, because she's imbuing a sense of, you know, she tells a story, um, or Martin Short actually told a story about, you know, what it's like to work with somebody so much younger than the two of them. And the story that he gave her, well, he's like, well, she did read us the lyrics to WAP. And it was like, oh, my goodness. And I guess Steve Martin's reaction to it was, oh, hey, Martin, Selena just taught me uh, six new verses for that song, Top Hat and Tails. So it's just it was a really funny, like what it was, you know, the, how different the generations are and how well they're getting along. So, I love that. And it definitely comes across with the chemistry that they have um, awesome. on the series. So 
so yeah, that's uh, that's everything that's on my that's on my entertainment plate lately. All right, um, I have been cozying up to Supernatural. Um, I've never watched the whole series through, so I'll watch it for a season, season and a half, and then I'll step back. So decided to pick it back up. Do you always go back to the beginning, or no? Do you, okay. Once I once I get through the whole season. Or I'm sorry, the whole series. Yes. Then I'll kind of restart. Okay. But I always just pick up where I left off. Okay. Um, so I'm in season seven. I'm probably about to wrap up season seven. And there's like 16 seasons, yes. right? So you got you've got some time with your friends. I got some time. <laughs> um, and it's it's this season that it's really you kind of figure out that nobody really stays dead forever. Like they'll come back in some way, shape or form mm -hmm. <laughs> and, you know, help out or foil or help out and foil. So, okay. You know, those Winchester boys. Yeah. I started, I'm, I think I'm only on either season one or season two. I've started and stopped and started and, and it's again, the same thing. Not that it's not a fantastic show mm -hmm. and it's not that I'm not completely involved in it. It's just that there is so much out there. And then there's this whole thing I have to do where I actually have to like sleep and eat and work. So I can't right, watch. Like, job. Oh, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like why? You know, if right. I could just park my, my dupa in front of the <laughs> TV or in front right? of my books, I'd be a happy lady. Um, and then I was challenged by my partner to come up with a list of 10 well-received horror movies. He's kind of a, kind of a movie snob. So uh, list of 10 well-received horror movies that we're going to uh, prioritize and make our way through this spooky season. That's fantastic. And so, now I want to do it too, just because. So yes. I'm just going to, because I, you're going to reveal these as we go. Yes. So now I want to make a list too and see how many match and I love that right so, I love that and then maybe even the listeners could do it too give them a spooky season challenge I love that yeah um so yeah so spooky season challenge make a list of 10 movies uh 10 horror movies to work through um I have not seen any of the ones on my list so they're all from the past few years okay so five um, years so yeah, you're trying to five keep years okay. Um, just to kind of close some gaps and, you know, what I've seen and some are recent indie movies. So yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Anything so, horror related. I'm down. More, more, more on that to come. So now that we have gone over what we are um, absorbing um, through our ears and eyes and, and all of that, um, let's talk about our topic today. So what is witchcraft? So initially we wanted to do a short history. Realize there is no short history Correct. of witchcraft. So we're kind of chunking it up into a few different sections. We're going to talk, touch a little bit on each one and that will leave room for us to do deep dives Perfect. in the future. Yeah. So short history of witchcraft everywhere has witchcraft of some sort. Um, every culture um, has different practices, but there are common threads connecting them. And I love that with mythology and religion and, you know, paganism, witchcraft, all of that. I love those common threads. So the definition, um, as I like to start, mm -hmm. um, the practice of magic, especially black magic and the use of spells. So again, even in this modern era, 
the first definition that comes up on the interwebs uh, pulls that black magic idea, pulls that idea of the darker side. Um, the second one is a, in a more modern context, religious practice involving magic and affinity with nature, mm -hmm. usually within a pagan tradition. Okay, that one's, that one's pretty, pretty, pretty spot on. Yep. Um, the third one is bewitching or fascinating attraction or charm. So that is basically spellcraft or, you know, harnessing others' perception of people or things. The Frank Sinatra version of witchcraft. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, Britannica says witchcraft traditionally is the exercise or invocation of alleged supernatural powers to control people or events. Practices typically involve sorcery or magic. So I'm going to focus on that word, that, that alleged supernatural powers. So supernatural, not the show, um, supernatural if we break it down. So we have nature, natural, natural world, and then super. Super is above. So we're above nature. So we are taking what already exists and bringing more out of it. Um, that's kind of how I'm taking that, that mm -hmm. supernatural here. Yeah. Um, and then the, you know, controlling people or events, sorcery and magic, that's a little bit more brings up the, you know, Harry Potter, the cultural idea of, you know, magic spells that can move items and change your hair color, change your hair color. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's not technically what witchcraft is in a, in a modern context In a pop culture context, context. Yes. Right. Uh, Wikipedia says witchcraft is a is the practice of what the practitioner believes to be supernatural skills and abilities, such as casting of spells and performance of magical rituals. Witchcraft is a broad term that varies culturally and societally, and thus can be difficult to define with precision. If you ask three different witches what witchcraft is, you'll get four different answers. Mm -hmm. Um. And I think, you know, that I think the Wikipedia one kind of pulls in a little bit of everything in there. Mm -hmm. um, I identify when I hear witch, it's, it's someone that um, can really look at where, where they are in life and really choose their own path and pull in what kind of powers them. Mm-hmm which is kind of a weird way to say it, but that's just what popped into my head. Yeah. Um, so following, uh, following your own path and really pulling in practices that you believe in and work for you. Right. So practicing individuality. Um, and I think, it, so the things that stand out in those definitions, um, you know, especially black magic, like why does it have to be evil? Why does it have to be dark and scary? Why, you know, I don't necessarily think of it, especially the more I'm learning about it, as being especially black magic. That is an offshoot. That is a potential. That is a possibility. Not especially. Mm -hmm. um, and then also um, alleged supernatural powers. So I would think that that would be kind of offensive to someone who's practicing because you're working, um, you know, you're, you're saying the definition here of supernatural being working just above, with, within nature, pulling those natural resources. So believe, you know, um, alleged, and then 
what the practitioner believes to be supernatural skills. So then it's almost, again, putting that onus on like, oh, okay, you're cute. Like, what do you do? Like, what are you thinking? Like, it's just, it's a very, all of these um, mm -hmm. have, uh, you know, some sort of a little bit of the feeling of what it potentially is, but at the same time, it feels very like it's putting it into a, a box. It feels like it's um, not describing it as well as it um, potentially could be described to make it more um, accessible and open and welcoming and understandable. And it's making it seem like something that, I don't know, maybe someone who's like touched might be, you know what I mean? Like right, right, alleged or, or what you believe to like, you know what right. I mean? They're downplaying the, they're downplaying the personal power of the practitioner. Mm -hmm. And since historically, um, women, especially women who, you know, have been othered, mm -hmm. um, stronger women, stronger women. women, women that wanted to speak their minds. I mean, this has been since, you know, way back and, and you just went to Salem. So you saw the power of othering. Yeah. Then that, now that is dark. That is evil. That is wrong. All of that. And because it becomes a collective, it becomes more acceptable. You know what I mean? And it, but it's not, it is the worst aspect of humanity. Yes, which, absolutely. Which witchcraft is not, you know, it's such a, it's, it's such a bizarre twisting of, of the history of, and, you know, I mean, again, witchcraft, the idea of witchcraft, divination, um, deities have been around for thousands of years. I mean, this is something that, and it was, you know, certain things kind of superimposed themselves upon it, changed it, uh, you know, discolored it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, Salem is definitely, and, and so, Salem is very, um, it's so, it, Salem is a good insight into what was actually occurring for right around 300 years from the four, uh, 1400s to the 1700s. So, I mean, this was something the, you know, the idea of witchcraft was persecuted for hundreds of years. I feel like yeah, I went off the, on a crazy tangent no, there, but yeah. <laughs> well, that's, you know, the, the burning times, you know, right. Scotland and Germany, witch hunters, witch hunter, witch finder general, oh. you know, all of these, which, you know, we will, which um, I'm sure we will, you know, look at, um, I'm actually, I have some kind of nebulous like ideas forming about um, how the witchcraft trials of historically mm -hmm. have affected uh, mental health in oh, society. So that's absolutely. something that's kind of popped up and I'm, I'm kind of doing some work on that. Sure. Um, so witchcraft um, is a religion. Witchcraft as a, is a culture. And witchcraft is popular culture. So we have the history, we have the religion, and then we have the pop culture. Mm -hmm. So we've kind of talked about the history a bit. Um, a bit. A bit. It's like there is, like, like we could literally. talk for hours and hours and hours. There's just so much. And so we'll we'll touch on witchcraft as religion. Um, so what what would what did you find when you were kind of deep diving that? So challenging because as soon as you start to, you know, you try to go down the rabbit hole and you do the first thing you do is you do that, you know, handy dandy Google search. Um, most often when you type in witchcraft as religion, it comes back to Wicca. 
everything is Wicca. Wicca is the religion. Wicca is the recognized religion. Wicca is the only understood religion um, that is a derivative of or indicative of or symbolic of witchcraft to many people. Um, and again, I'm learning and I don't know a lot, but I, I don't feel that's right. And I don't think that gives a full picture because that's another episode. I'm sure in the future we can talk about Wicca, the history of Wicca, where it came from, what it mm -hmm. is. Um, but it is, uh, it, Wicca has only been around since the mid 20th century. Yes. And it was uh, from what I've read about it, it's a little bit of uh, cherry picking, picking and choosing from different ideas of witchcraft down through the ages, shaped in a fashion that fit a certain person's perception. So yes. um, Wicca is uh, troublesome <laughs> in and of itself to say that Wicca is the, the, the religion of witchcraft. I think that that's wrong. Yes. Um, and you're right. When you start researching, and I know as a baby witch in the 90s, mm -hmm. um, Wicca was kind of like it. Right. Um, and then, you know, as we learn more about that and how problematic it is, uh, we understand and accept that we can look at other other variations on or other types of religion as witchcraft. Mm -hmm. um, so deity worship, um, and I know Wicca can get play a little bit loose and fast with those. Mm -hmm. um, there are certain, um, if you follow the Norse pantheon, mm -hmm. you know, there are there are groups that follow strictly the Norse pantheon mm -hmm. and they will worship those deities and they will um, appeal to those gods and goddesses. And that's still like Freya and yes, Freya, um, Odin, Thor. Okay. And um, I just learned a bit tonight at our merry meet and greet. Um, there are, you have like the Aesir, the Vanir, and then the, the giants Oh. So all of them, and I, I'm going to kind of write down a bunch of that, and I'm going to deep dive that. Wow, that all sounds fascinating. So my, my knowledge of that does not go far beyond Marvel. And that's a and great, that's, like, yeah, well, that pulls into that pop culture, yeah. right? So with Wicca, you know, you have covens, and then you have the, you know, the, the rituals and the, you know, you have to be initiated. So there's, it's a very like strict kind of very strict practice. Mm -hmm. Not very inclusive, not it, very welcoming. Absolutely. You not. know, difficult for people that want to be a part of it to, you know, find it and, and even yeah, be a part of it. Absolutely. Um, so that's, you know, kind of the witchcraft as religion can take you down any number of, of paths. Mm -hmm. You know, Wicca will always pop up first. Yeah. And with religion, you know, with religion, you are following a deity or deities. Um, so paganism, polytheism, and you will have a ritualistic practice around that. So I think any religious witch is going to follow a stricter path. Okay. You can be a witch mm -hmm. and not follow deities. Could you be a, a witch and follow the Christian deities? Yes. Okay. There are quick Christian witches. Okay. Um, because witchcraft as practice, mm -hmm. working with nature. Okay. Um, you can. You can be a witch and work with any set of deities you would like. Okay. The religious invocation 
the deity worship, the rituals, those are all the aspects of that kind of organized religion. Okay. So you can be a witch and not religious. You it, can okay. be a witch and be religious. Okay. It all depends on the path that you've chosen. Right. So there's no preference for, I mean, is it preferable to consider witchcraft above and beyond or outside of religion? Does does harnessing it within a religion um, change the meaning of it? Does it not keep it as true to form as it potentially is or, or what it means to people? I think that would be up to, I think that's very subjective. Okay. Very personal. Very to personal okay. to the practitioner. Absolutely. Um, if you do have someone that follows um, a specific Wiccan path, mm -hmm. they're going to say it's 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 linked. Okay. Um, I know certain um, sects that worship the Norse pantheon may not work with you know herbalism as much. They may not work with certain you know spell work. Sure. Um, they, it's more like the deity worship than the actual kind of practical workings. So okay. that part would be separate from that. Okay. Um, so it's all very, it's all very personal. Sure. Yeah. And I just thought of like Beetlejuice there. That's what happens when he dies. That's what happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all very personal. That's perfect. All right. Um, so we'll go ahead and have a few minutes left here. We'll, we'll um, touch on pop culture, which is in witchcraft. Um, and yeah, I see, you know, you got a couple different directions here. So, so tell us about that. So it's interesting. So, um, having again, just coming back from Salem, um, I got sucked into one of the first tourist traps in Salem, which was the Salem Witch Museum. Yes. I <laughs> love that. I went when I was nine. It, it's perfect I'm, for nine. It yes. Is, it, is I loved the, it. it is the 1692 Hall of Presidents. Right. Because it's these like they're not even animatronics. They're just like these mannequins and they light them up. And I'm pretty sure the recording was done in 1959. It is it is a very my daughter, my 13 year old was just kind of like, what the what is well, my gosh, mom, you know, she was she was not impressed. But um, and I like I know the story inside yes. and outside, yes. upside down. So for me, it was just kind of like, all right, you talk, OK, yeah, you got your, you're, you're doing all right. I, I, OK, we got. But um so the whole, like the end of the museum is, you know, witches and pop culture. And so um, not necessarily incorporating pop culture mm -hmm. into your practice, but what um, lay people see when looking into it from the outside. So like that's the angle, you know, you can look at it that way. Wicked Witch of the West, Harry Potter, The Magicians. Um, uh, Coven. Uh, Coven. Coven. Um, you know, Discovery uh, of Witches. Discovery of Witches. Uh, um, Suspiria. Oh, Ooh. so much. There's a ton. So so that's kind of what they covered in the museum. And then it was really interesting because then they had the two, and I'm not sure if they had this when you went, but then they had the two. Oh my gosh, they had the two mannequins in the woods. No. That, that were dressed in like, not like, I don't want to say like hippie, but like, you know, very like kind of like she had like a sweater vest and bell bottoms and, and you know, he had braids in his hair and a big old beard. And it was like, no, these are Wiccans these are modern practitioners of witchcraft. And I was like, oh, you're like adorable. <laughs> like, it was, and I could not wait to come home. I'm like, I, I can, has Liz seen this? Like, can we talk about this? Like, it was so, and again, it like sort of put it into that box from like what lay people see looking into it. Mm -hmm. Now you explain 
the actual incorporation of pop culture into your practice. Yes. So there's also um, magic that uses pop culture um, archetypes in magic. So you mentioned Marvel. So um, the Avengers, superheroes, mm -hmm. like, you know, all of those can be pop culture magic. Yeah. You know, you can use that. You can use the Wicked Witch of the West. You can pull in these pop culture. Um, My Little Pony. Friendship is magic. Yeah. There was a full thread that I saw online that was all about um, anime and uh, manga. Magic. Right? And magical it, girls. I love magical girls. Okay. And that's what this whole thread was about. And I was just like, they were all speaking to who they pulled from and, and all these different characters. And it was just, it was fascinating. And I could have yeah. gone down that rabbit hole, but... So, yeah. So we have a lot to cover. Yeah. Um, this is just a little, a little bit into, um, you future know, episodes. future episodes. Mm -hmm. So very short history of witchcraft, witchcraft as religion mm -hmm. and pop culture, witches and witchcraft. So those are just, you know, a few of the factions, few of the things that we can focus on in future episodes. Um, really looking forward to, you know, what you're finding out and uh, how you are coming into this and expanding your knowledge. Yeah. Um, and I'm very excited to learn as much as I can from you. I'm like a little sponge. Yes. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for listening to our second episode of the Skeptics Chronicles. And we will uh, be back very shortly um, with episode three. Yay. All right. Make your lists. Get back to us. Absolutely. Follow us on the socials. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Yep. So find us on the Facebook. You will find us. It will be okay. We've got it. We'll, accents will come with later episodes. Perfect. Yeah, we'll Perfect. do that later. Yeah, yeah. Have a great Take day. Take care. <laughs>